Our next guest, as I said earlier, he's obviously part of Cold Chisel, but he's a massive rugby league fan. I wonder what he thinks of some of these blowouts in the World Cup early doors. Don Walker's on the line. Don, good morning. Good morning, is it? Yeah, Dino's here, and this is Ray Thomas, mate. Thanks for joining oh, us, Don. And well, Terrific, yeah. Are you watching much of the World Cup, Don? I'm not watching the games. I'm just watching the highlights. We might see if we can get a better line there. And um, But you are a massive um, uh, Brisbane Broncos fan, Dino was telling us. Uh, and we're in the middle of some deck. Yes. Yeah, that is a bad line, Dino. We, we might have to try and, try and ring him back and... Uh, See if we can. You were telling me he Damn used to be... mobile phones, right? Yeah, the bane you... of my life. Yeah, he used to be a Parramatta Yeah, fan. Parramatta <laughs> fan. All these mates were Parramatta fans. Mm-hmm. But um, when the Broncos came in okay, back in the late 80, 80s, 88. 88, yeah. So it was probably a good move. That he no, would fair have, enough. He would have enjoyed Parramatta's success and then jumped to the Broncos who were successful. You, you just um, had, had a bit of a go at mobile phones. Remember pre-mobile phones, how hard it was to get people? Oh, but so the Mobile peace, phones Ray, were a godsend peace, for journos. The serenity. Yeah, but for journos, they're a godsend. Yeah, you, I guess. You know, you can get people. Yeah. Hopefully we've got Don on the line again. Don, good morning. Good morning, Ray. Yeah, yeah, got you loud and yeah. clear now. Thanks, Don. Yeah, it's terrific. Hey, Don, we're asking about the World Cup. You're saying you haven't watched much of it so far? No, I haven't I haven't watched games. I've been watching highlights. I've been watching the highlights reels mm-hmm. on the um on the NRL website. Yeah, I, I guess it will It'll get serious when we get through this this first stage of rounds because there is some lopsided contest, but obviously Australia are going to be very, very hard to beat. I know Dino thinks New Zealand are right in the contest. England have started well done. Um, yes, it's, it's hard to tell where any of these three teams are until mm. they start playing each other or until they, you know, I, I think the experience from the last World Cup is that... Uh, is that Tonga is a real test too. Yeah, Don. Um, sorry, Don. Yeah, no, go on. No, I was going to say you were a Parramatta fan. Uh, no, no, a lot no. of your mates were. And then when the Broncos came in, as, as I remember, you flipped over and you've been a Broncos and Queensland fan ever since. Yeah, since since the Broncos entered the comp, um, I, when, I, when I first arrived in Sydney, you know, all, all my Parramatta were... An easy team to support mm-hmm. at that time, and all my all my friends were from the western suburbs, all my Sydney friends. So, those um, in those glory years in the early eighties, yeah. and and um, uh, you know, I've, I've got about two hundred thousand friends who uh, were there when the grandstand burned. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. As soon as there was a Queensland team in the competition, I thought, well, that's where I'll go. Yeah. You still have a so- um, soft spot for Parramatta where you're going from in the grand final? I do have a soft spot for Parramatta. And, um, uh, you, you know, I, I think they're a great team. They were uh, – and and I still – you know, most of my mates are Eels supporters. Mm. And, uh, and they had a bad night a, a month ago. Um Clearly, Parramatta could, would have been competitive against any other team, but uh, but Penrith are just playing on a different level to anybody at the moment. Yeah, Don, where did your love of rugby league come from when you did arrive in in Sydney? Who, who sort of prompted you to to watch, and, and and what made you fall in love with the game? Well, I grew up in Grafton, and um, and and that's what we played. Mm. Um, 
and there was, there was, there's a local Clarence Valley competition. I think it's the Grafton Ghosts and the South Grafton Rebels, if it's, if it's still the same. And um, everybody in Grafton supported St George. I think I think the Clarence Valley was a sort of a feeder area for St George, and and St George were that great um, 50s and 60s team that won everything for about 11 years. Um, rugby league was just it was all that was happening where I was growing up. Um, it wasn't until I, and I was, I went to a state school, of course. It wasn't until I went to university and, and realized that there's this other game that, that the private school blokes are, are playing, you know, <laughs> right. union. I, I never knew growing up in Grafton that union existed, mm. let alone, um, you know, of course, when I went to uni, there were blokes up from Victoria too. And, they had a completely different thing going. Exactly. Did you try your hand at cricket, um, Don? Being a, a country boy, there was only two sports, wasn't it? Rugby league and cricket. And that's summer. right. Rugby yeah. league and cricket. Um, I wasn't good at any of these things. I played them uh, as as a rugby league player at school. I was a winger. Uh, I was pretty useless. Um, but uh, but I, I was fast. Mm. Um, I wasn't I wasn't built to be. Um, hit in the middle section. Really, I, 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 I was built to snap if anybody seriously <laughs> hit me. Ray, Don, and I often uh, send messages mm. through Messenger to each other, just a bit of chit chat yeah. about rugby league, and we often have this uh, debate. I guess is the right word about who his greatest player is and who my greatest player is. And I think we both agree, don't we, mm. Don? Tell us yours. Who's the same as mine? Well, Dean and I had a long conversation about oh, two months ago, and and for me, even though I'm Queenslander, for me it's Andrew Jones. Yeah. Um, and uh, so is that is that where you are? Absolutely. Yeah, I've yeah. never seen a better player than Andrew Jones. Mm. And I did, to be fair, Don, I was a bit young to see Beetson and Fulton and Langlands at their peak. Yeah. So Ray, I've taken Ray them out Perry of my debate yeah. purely because I was a bit young and they were toward the end of their careers. Yes, it's a, it's it's a show. There's also the all those great stars from that St George team that I spoke about earlier. Uh, they're they're fading from living memory now, mm. and but clearly it, it it's just hard to judge how somebody yeah. like uh, uh, Andrew Johns or or Laurie Daly or Wally or um, you know, Kenny, all those great Brett Kenny, Brett Kenny. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was he was in our top five, I think. Uh, how, how they would compare against those greats of a generation or two earlier? Yeah, and Don, um, Don and Dean, I pose a question to you because both obviously love your rugby league, and we're seeing the greats of the game now. Indeed, the likes of Andrew Johns almost suggesting we could be seeing arguably one of the greatest players, if not potentially the greatest player the game has seen. Now, that's a huge rap, but Nathan Cleary is doing things at 24 that all these great players hadn't achieved yet. His future, Don and Dean, if he stays injury-free and has that desire, he'll go down as one of the all-time greats. Yeah, look, I think there's... uh, And, Don, I'll leave your opinion for you to talk about in a second. I think Nathan Cleary will be a great, right? But I still think there's a lot to go. Yeah, of course, I still yeah. think he's only 24. He's achieved a lot. Uh, but I 
at this point can't put him up in that elite category. Mm. He will be there, I've got no doubt. But at 24, I think he's got a long way to go. And I, I'm not sure about you, Don, but I would love to see how Nathan Cleary went in a weakened NRL side. He's come into a Penrith side that's been exceptionally good. And one of the reasons they've been but that ha- good is because that, of him. Hasn't that side come up with him? Yeah. Absolutely, because of him. Yeah. But when Penrith do drop, and they will inevitably, that's when I'd like to see how Nathan Cleary copes. What do you think, Don? Well, I, I agree. I agree with your assessment of him. He, he's clearly got everything. In I mean, he's the the word I keep thinking of is imperious. He's just such a. He's such a gobsmackingly imperious player in in his kicking and and his his calm and confidence. Mm. And where where it really comes home is when he occasionally runs, and you think, God, this guy as a runner, as a running footballer, he's as good as anybody. Mm. Leave aside the other skills, he's he's um he's exceptional, and it's it's hard to judge yet just how exceptional he's going to be. But we know he's exceptional. Um, And uh, Dean and I were having an online conversation uh, a few days ago uh, before the game against Scotland about about whether he really had yet shown that he could perform above uh, club level. Because he didn't didn't go so great in state of origin a year or two ago. And... uh, but I think the Scotland game, admittedly against, um, you know, fairly not not that strong a team, but but I think that puts that question to bed. Mm, fair enough. Hey, Don, did you ever weave imperious into a song? Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> There's but still time. I was thinking as I was talking, you know, it's a, a good word. It's a good word, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Don, you love your origin too. I know we often have a chat around origin time. You're a Queensland supporter. That concept, state of origin, it started in 1980 and despite some doom and gloom over the years that mm. it was dying or this was happening to origin, it just keeps on keeping on. In fact, it's almost getting stronger, bigger and better. Oh, I think it's, um, it's you know, this our origin is, is just the greatest show on earth. And um, the, the commitment—it would have been easy uh, in those in those early contests in the early '80s for them to for the players to treat it as a bit of slap and, and giggle as an exhibition game. But right from the beginning, it's you know the old saying: "This isn't life and death. It's much more important than that." Mm. Um, and it's you know it's something. It's something to look forward to each year for for the whole community and uh, for people outside the rugby league community, and that that leads into the whole subject of what rugby league means for people who follow it in the whole mental health area. I mean, through through the dark months of the year, um, me and and all my mates and anybody I know. Uh, and and a lot of and a lot of the girls I know, they lean on rugby league as something to talk about, to to network about. Um, everybody's got opinions, discussions. Mm. It's it's an enormous boost to mental health. Yeah, really well put. Even through COVID, if you think about it, you had 
your rugby league and your race to a certain kept extent. Us going. It was great. Hey, Don, we have to ask you, like we've been playing some some great cold chisel songs and there's so many of them. My favourite's Kay Sands, Dino's um, Flame Trees. Have you got a favourite cold chisel song? Uh, no, no, I haven't. Uh, Ray, I, I just... Um, uh, they're like children, you know. That once they go out there, mm. they've got lives of their own songs, and um, uh, it's. I don't. I don't listen to the radio a lot, but occasionally I hear one, and um, uh, it's it's nice. Yeah. But it's it's a little bit remote. I understand. Can I, can I ask you? And I'm fascinated by this. Where does the inspiration come for? Say a Kaysan or, or Flame Trees or Forever or any of the the songs that you've written. Is there a, a flash of inspiration which takes you down that road? How do you come about those those songs, Don? Uh, football chats. Yeah, okay, um, with Dino. That's right. Yeah. I want credit the next <laughs> yeah, song, please. Exactly. Walker Ritchie. That's right. Uh, the the Imperious song. Yeah. That, that's got to be written now. That's got to be yeah. written. Yeah. Hey, look, Don, it's been great talking. I really appreciate you coming on a Sunday morning. Obviously, you, you love your footy and, like all of us, love State of Origin and really appreciate you coming and have a chat with us on a Sunday morning. Um, thanks for inviting me on. It's been, a, it's been a pleasure. Thanks so much, Don. There's Don Walker, a cold chisel, and massive rugby league fan, Dino. Yeah, loves his rugby league and yeah. knows so much about it too, Ray, and often we'll get into these chats. It's really funny. Yeah. He loves talking footy. Yeah. Not so much music. I understand, Where yeah. I love talking music, not so much footy, because yeah. it's all I talk about my whole life, a bit like you with racing. Yeah, no, you mean, but yeah. if I sort of go into any area when I'm chatting with Don about music, he um, he yeah. quickly goes back to football. Exactly. You know, it's interesting. And, uh, and how about when I asked him his favourite song, and I can understand where he's coming from. They're, they're like his children. You haven't got a favourite because they've all got a life of their own. And, and that's really fascinating to me because... Um, could, can't even write a note, can't read a note. So how they go about doing that's got no idea, Dino. It must be an incredible feeling to write something and then oh, yeah. hop into the car and hear it on the radio or perform it live and have the oh. crowd know all the words. And become a soundtrack of your life. Like Correct. A case sounds a soundtrack of our lives. So Correct. is Flame Tree. So all those great cold chisel songs. Yeah, correct.